And welcome to Share Truth Apply Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, and I am joined by Wesley Wildman today. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Look, I'm really looking forward to this uh, program. We do this once a year, and uh, we spend a couple mm-hmm. uh, weeks leading up to it, just preparing you for it uh, right. across the board. And then now's the day to let you know more about it. About orange, uh, or- I was about to say orange letter campaign. No, well, we see with the Goodness orange letter gracious. campaign, we spent so many weeks and time preparing <laughs> for that. And y'all, by the way, before we get into our guests and why mm-hmm. we're in the topic for today, I just want to say. Uh, you and Cedra and the team here at AFA and AFR and Engage, y'all did a wonderful job mm. on the Orange Letter campaign. We're so grateful for those that listen and are listening now that were participated in yeah. it. It was a wonderful project. We had several hundred letters that came in. That is uh, words of encouragement mm. notes that we were able to give to missionaries across the world and those that are suffering on behalf of Christ. And so that project really went really well. Y'all did a good job. Mm. And I'm um, so grateful for those that uh, we're able to be a part of it, Jordan. Right. Well, thank you so much. That we appreciate that, uh, listeners. Uh, Cedra is on the board. She might pop in occasionally gonna, through I'm the show. I'm going to pop in right now. Actually, okay, there you go. I'm just going <laughs> to remind people because I have people asking uh, when they can send letters if they missed it. Mm-hmm. We will be doing this around the same time every year. So around uh, October, be looking for the yeah. uh, announcements. So it'll be early November usually when we do this so just be looking out for that we do it every year so if you missed it that's okay go Mm -hmm. ahead and start writing your letter for next year and have them ready right and jordan i'm glad you brought that up but uh with that that Mm -hmm. with that said orange letter campaigns behind us and we have a new project on the board yeah this is the operation christmas child project um (laughs) i'm sure our audience is familiar with this uh project this is something that afa uh, afr uh uh, boosts and, and promotes every year. It's an amazing um, uh, ministry opportunity that it uses a simple shoebox gift to reach out uh, with the love of Jesus Christ to a child, children around the world, really. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, in, uh, in studio, in spirit at least, but online with mm-hmm. us, uh, we have Vanessa Hutchinson. Um, thank you for joining us today, Vanessa. Good morning. You're very welcome. It's a blessing to, to be with you today. <laughs> hey, and we're always glad to have somebody on that has experienced a actual shoebox from where they were in their country. So tell us a little bit about before you, before we get into your your story of your you receiving your shoebox. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, mm-hmm. and a little bit about your life as you grew up. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I currently live in Oregon. I moved to the United States three years ago. I married a wonderful man. We met in a mission trip in Honduras, my my birth country, and that's how I ended up here in Oregon. I currently work at Islin Christian Academy as a dean of education, and I am going to Oregon State University to uh, pursue my PhD, and I serve in Operation Christmas Child. <laughs> wow. That's what I do now. Awesome. Well, for yeah, for those is- of us uh, who might be just tuning in for the first time, uh, maybe we uh, don't know what the Operation Christmas Child is. Could you could you um, give us a little rundown about what what that is? Of course, um, Operation Christmas Child is a ministry that the main goal is to send love, show who Jesus is through a simple shoebox gift. And we always say that this is a perfect opportunity to share the gospel uh, to children and to their families as well. 
Wow. Um, yeah, and this is this has been a, a project that I've been growing up hearing yep. about too. It's been going I on. Participating I participated in it when exactly. I was a kid. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I still do it, but I do it with my kids now. Right. We still do it, but I remember even back to when I was a kid mm-hmm. that I was the one that got to enjoy the opportunity of going in a right. store, picking out uh, items, and of course they have uh, a list of things that you, that you that are more necessities, and then of course I always like to add in a couple of pieces of candy, maybe yeah. a toy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hey, uh, Vanessa. Tell our audience a little bit about some of the logistics of what you would put in a shoebox. Uh, we're going to get to your story. I know our listening audience wants to hear your story. We're going to get there, but for those that need to, that are going to maybe have to tune out here soon, tell the the practical side of what needs to go in the box. I always like to tell people that school supplies are very important mm-hmm. because, believe it or not, there are children that are struggling at this point in school because they don't have a pencil, they don't have a notebook. So personally, I always pack school supplies in all my shoe boxes. I also try to pack a stuffed animal just mm. because there's a strong connection mm. there. Amen. And um, a toothbrush, um, let's see what else, a toy, a wow item, something that will be beyond special for that child that will receive the shoebox. So I don't think there is a specific list that I can give you of this is what you all need to pack. No, but these are just some ideas of of boxes that we have sent with my husband. But the most important part, even before we start packing, is to pray and listen to what God is telling you, because that has happened to us personally that we are praying for these shoeboxes and we're praying for what this child will need. And then all of a sudden, God just tells us, pack two toothbrushes. Yes, or hygiene stuff. Food, <laughs> yes. So I always I always share that everywhere I go. Like, you know what? Before even going to the store, pray about it and listen to God because there is no such thing as a coincidence. Oh, I packed two toothbrushes by accident. <laughs> no, that's actually that's God leading you because this, child might be praying for two toothbrushes instead mm. of one. Mm. That's Amen. excellent. I'm so glad that you brought that up because that's something that um, I think uh, as, as Christians, we can all too often kind of think, oh, well, th- these things are kind of trivial. You know, this is just a shoebox full of little goodies for a, a, a child somewhere and don't have to really pray about that. But no, this is th- there's nothing really trivial about this. this is, there's nothing unimportant, unspiritual Amen. about this mm-hmm. thing. You, you are actually reaching out in a very cha- tangible way with the love of God to a child. And I think there's a, a powerful opportunity there um, that does deserve to be prayed over. So thank you so much for bringing that up. Good point. Um, um, so, I understand you you were a, a child uh, in Honduras at one point, and you yes. received a uh, shoebox yourself. Could you, uh, real quick, give us a little background about your life in Honduras? Yes. We, my family and I were born in Honduras, and we were always struggling financially. God called my dad to become a pastor when I was nine years old. And he had to leave his full-time job and just keep a half-time job so he could support us because finances at church were not great. So he was never getting a paycheck from church. So we were struggling a lot to the point that there were days that we would gather around the table and we knew that we were having our last meal Mm. because there was nothing else in the fridge when going to school. 
we knew that we might be kicked out at any point because my parents couldn't pay tuition on time. And it became a very stressful situation just to always be concerned and worried about money. Mm-hmm. Bills were never paid on time as well. And um, it was in this time where I heard about a special surprise. Mm-hmm. And the pastor from church just told us, you know what? Sunday before Christmas, we're going to have a special gift for all of you, all of the the kids from church. And it was very interesting because my dad had talked to us a couple of days before and told us that that particular Christmas, we were not able to afford a Christmas dinner or present because there was no money. But he reminded us that the real meaning of Christmas was all about Jesus. So he told us, we're still going to gather around the table. We're still going to pray as a family. We're going to give thanks for what we have. And that is, we have Jesus and we have health. Amen. Wow. Hey, Vanessa, yeah. this is Wesley here. Um, uh, and our audience, I just want to remind everybody, the National Collection Week is November 15th through the 22nd. November 15th through the 22nd mm-hmm. of November. And we're encouraging you to fill, uh, get a box uh, pack it good, pack yeah. it well, <laughs> and um, participate in the drop box or in the dropping of mm-hmm. the box uh, at your local place. Now, tell us a little bit m- about more about where they can go to find out more about where they can get a box and where they can drop it off. Sure. There are over 4,000 locations nationwide. So there's a lot of places where they can drop off their shoebox gifts. But if they want more information, they can go to the Samaritan's Purse website which is samaritanspurs.org slash OCC. So they can find a lot of information there, like what are some options and ideas for shoeboxes. Um, they also can find where are some locations where they can drop off and where they can pick up some shoeboxes as well. And there's also an option where you can pack a shoebox online. If you don't have time to go to the store, if you don't have time to get a shoebox, you can totally pack a shoebox online. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's new to me. Wow. Well, go to SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. That's SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. This is a big project that we do each year. And I know that uh, our audience, the AFA and AFR audience, and then, the, of course, uh, our radio program here, and a Share Truth Apply mm-hmm. Scripture has a huge influence on the number of boxes that they're able to have. So keep keep making us uh, yeah. look good, uh, <laughs> filling those boxes up. Hey, seriously, tell our audience a little bit about one of the items that you got in your shoebox and why it was important to you. When I received my shoebox, I had been praying for a pair of socks mm. because one of my classmates one day thought it was going to be hilarious to make fun of me because my left sock had a hole on it. <laughs> so he told everyone in the classroom that I had a hole in my sock. And I went to the bathroom at school and cried and prayed for a pair of socks. I asked God, please provide my parents so they can get me a new pair of socks. I forgot about the prayer, to be honest with you. <laughs> and then when I got my shoebox. There were three pairs of socks mm. in it. 
not one, but three. Wow. <laughs> and immediately I remembered That's amazing. my prayer. Mm-hmm. And I started to cry. And I look at my dad and I ask him, who sent me this shoebox? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Who, who else could know that I was praying for socks? And he smiled and he looked at me and he said, well, it was Jesus. He knew if you talk to mm-hmm. him and you ask him for something, he sent you this. Wow. And I literally thought Jesus sent me the shoebox because <laughs> I associate that shoebox to the prayer I prayed a couple of months before. So to me, that gave me the confirmation that Jesus is real, mm-hmm. that he does listen to our prayers. And he gave me the hope that every time I talked to him, mm-hmm. he was right there listening to my prayers. You know, that's a good reminder for those that are listening right now that sometimes when you pray for something, uh, time passes and you forget about it, but God doesn't, mm-hmm. and that he uh, eventually yeah. answers your prayer. Um, and so that's a good reminder not to give ever give up on something like yeah. that. Uh, also, too, uh, Jordan, uh, what's our, where are we going next? Well, I was about to say, too, the other side of that, I, I, what— What's powerful uh, to me about that story is the person who packed that shoebox, you know, and they and they put three pairs of socks in there. Like, what were they thinking about that? They probably didn't give that more than, you know, a, f- a few minutes thought. Right. You know, yeah. and so uh, that goes to show that, you know, this while you're doing this uh, listener and, and and you go to the link that's in the description of this episode on the podcast you click that link you go to Samaritan Samaritan's Purse you're reading about how to take part in this uh, project maybe you're packing the shoebox online um, you know every little you know click that you're doing every little you know you know you, you decide hey I'm just gonna put you know a toothbrush in there or whatever you have no idea you know what god may do with that and i'm not going to say that every little gift that you're giving is going to have such a huge impact sure. that you know but you don't know that really and mm-hmm. and uh god is the god of small things as well and so it's it's a very very powerful reminder not to to take these things seriously and this is not just a little fun project that you can do with your kids which it which it is um but this is also something that's really it's going you're going to touch somebody's life in a very real way and I, thank you Vanessa for bringing that story up that that, that this it was very powerful i think um so yeah uh <laughs> listener again you can go in the description of this episode if you're listening on a podcast and you can go uh and read more about this at samaritanspurse.org/o And so you came to the States at what point in your life? And tell us how you reconnect with Operation Christmas Child many years later. I came to the States three years ago to, I moved formally because before that I was a student here, but I kept traveling to Honduras. Three years ago is when I started calling this country my home. Mm. And um, we, it was our first, my first Christmas here. And my husband decided to take me to Hobby Lobby to go Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I saw these green and red boxes. And I literally embarrassed him so much because I started screaming in the store. And he looked at me like, what is going on? <laughs> and I told him, I know what those boxes are. Wow. <laughs> And he said, what do you mean? I know what those boxes are. The boxes that have an airplane in it, I know what they are. (laughs) That's the present. I received that box as the present when I was 10 years old. Mm. And he started to cry because he, his grandma and him 
would pack shoe boxes all the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was the first person that he had ever met that received the shoe box. So we were there in Hobby Lobby, both of us crying, giving thanks to the Lord and praying because his grandma passed away a while ago and she always wanted to meet someone that would would have received the shoe box. So he said to some to some extent, you are an answer to the prayer that she always prayed. And I told him, well, you and your grandma are an answer to many children's prayers. Mm. And that's how I found out what Operation Christmas Tile was, because I had no idea. That's when I found out, oh, I know who sent me this presents. I call it presents because every individual item in the box to me was a present. Mm. So that's why I call it present, but it was only one shoebox. And a while later, I contact um, OCC for a totally different reason. I wanted to know what my parents' church in Honduras needed to to participate in the project down there, so children could receive some shoeboxes. And God used that phone call to choose me, and now I can share my story. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. Um, so I know that, you know, th- th- this this project has been in my notes here since 1993. That's one year after I was born to give some context. Like I, this, is, this is something that's been going on my entire life, basically. Oh, yeah. And that's why, I mean, I grew up with this, sure. you know, uh, knowing about this and even participating. Um, but times have changed so much since the beginning of Operation Christmas Child, and uh, especially in the last uh, one or two years, I think, um, with uh, COVID-19 and everything and the different response to that, the pandemic that other countries have had. Um, Vanessa, have you heard or do you know uh, how that situation may have affected um, families, you know, living in other countries and um, maybe how the people listening right now might take that into consideration as they're packing a shoebox or praying about it. Going through COVID in a country outside of the United States has been very different than what we know right now. I know that some countries are still um, in lockdown and under very severe restrictions. The health system, mm-hmm. at least in Honduras, is so bad that at some point they were not taking patients in that had a higher risk to die. So a lot of patients were left just to die outside in the parking lot. So they were not even taking them. Mm. And um, when you hear that, it's hard to believe because even though we we have had many, many laws here in the States, you can't compare, you know, to what one country is going and, and what we have gone here. So... One of the things that I include in my shoebox this year are some face masks because I know how important that is nowadays. So that is one thing that I am including. And we are also packing shoeboxes with my students at school. And they have come with wonderful Bible verses that Mm -hmm. talk about hope and healing Mm -hmm and trust in the Lord. So I think that it's, again, it's not about the item, it's just about sharing the love 
of Jesus. So when you are packing a shoebox, make sure that that you pray, pray and pray for this child, for for their families, and for the country also that they're going to receive their shoebox. Yeah, and you can for those who are listening, you can go to um, SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. That's SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. And you can find out more information about the shoebox, where you can get one, how you and what some of the items that you can uh, are most valuable or most important for those that would be receiving it. And then of course the deadline or the week collection week is November fifteenth through the twenty second. Hey, Vanessa, tell us and our audience a little bit about your family, too. Are you still connected with your family in Honduras? Is that where they live? Or um, what's your relationship with them now after moving to the States? I haven't seen my family in almost three years since the day I got married. Okay. Because when I was going to fly back in March 2020, that's when COVID started. Okay. So I wasn't able to fly out and they have not been able to come here. They, it's just very hard right now to come to the States. So we are praying that in December, we are going to be able to see them. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband and I are expecting our first baby Mm -hmm. right now. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) So we are very excited Mm -hmm. (laughs) for that. So it's been long three years i talk to them almost every day mm. um we facetime a lot but it's hard yeah. especially in the middle of covid god taught us all of us that we were um, on his hands and yeah. that my greatest fear was something's going to happen to them and i'm not going to be able to see them again mm. but god really walked with me and and taught me again how to hope and trust yeah. in him and kept reminding me you know what i listen to your prayers and mm-hmm. i am taking care of you hey, so uh, it's been oh, rough ahead. years <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you i was just thinking there for a moment when you said it was really hard i started thinking about the children portion of having a baby mm-hmm. or no, i'm just kidding <laughs> because uh jordan and i are looking at each other and we're one up in you i've got three and jordan's got two and one on the way one on the way yeah yeah so uh, we we just we're super excited for you. That's oh yeah, awesome. absolutely. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, and speaking of children, um, this is uh, the Operation Christmas Child is a great thing for families to do together. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember as a church. So growing up in in a, in a Southern Baptist church here in Mississippi, that that's something we would do together as a church. But my family would be very much involved all together. Yep. Um, and uh, what a testimony it is for a young child. Um, to to hear from their parents like this is important the, uh, you know Christmas is not it's not about you you know mm, yeah. um, this is this is about uh, us putting together you know putting some thought into this putting some prayer into this putting together the shoebox for um, someone else someone else yeah. a, a young a young child in another country in a very completely different situation than what we're experiencing here um, but not just. You know, because that's a nice thing to do, not because we're such a charitable people. You know, we, this is not to make us feel better about, you know, ourselves. And this is because we love them, because we 
uh, love God and because he is uh, because God loves them as well. So when you were talking about um, how comforting it is for you to to uh, lean on your faith in God and and even in times where you're separated from your own family, Vanessa, um, that was a great testimony too because you know the love of God is what unites us as Christians. Um, that's something that we've learned yeah. through the Orange Letter campaign just recently. But again, again here um, through the Operation Christmas Child, uh, reaching out in that love of God unites uh, believers all around the world. Um, with just uh, a minute here, uh, Vanessa, where can our uh, we, we've already talked about the SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. Um, is there any other resources that our listeners might be pointed to uh, to learn more? The website has plenty of resources, and they're good. they can find a lot of information there. I know that if they go to a Hobby Lobby store, they're mm-hmm. also going to find some boxes there, and they might find this big pamphlet that says, you know, this is Operation Business Child. Mm-hmm. And I think that the ministry has grown so much that it's, it's just expanding, it's growing. So I would say also their local church, if they don't, have any information about a Persian Christmas child, there's also some churches that are coming together alongside the ministry and are talking and encouraging their congregation to pack shoe boxes. Mm. But uh, the first place I would recommend them to go to is the website. Right. You know, one of the beautiful things about this, I don't know if you've noticed this, Vanessa, but uh, with the three years that you've been in the States, but there we've got we've obviously got a handful of different denominations that listen to us uh, here at AFA and AFR, and we uh, at staff got several different denominations, and even some that aren't represented at AFA or on the radio that listen. But there's a lot of them, and this is one thing that unites uh, across all denominations mm-hmm. is this opportunity that we have each year, and so that's one of the things that really makes this beautiful for us to be able to set aside some of the. Uh, in some cases, minor, in some cases, bigger theological differences in order to mm-hmm. show the, um, these children who will most likely never meet that God loves them right. and that we can. So I would include uh, a couple Bible verses. I would include a note in there yeah. that shares the gospel with mm-hmm. them yeah. as well. Well, yes. thank you, Vanessa, yes. for um, being on with us today. Uh, thank you so much for your testimony. We really enjoyed talking with you today. and. Uh, uh, I hope that we can um, connect again maybe sometime in the future. Amen. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, listeners, again, uh, the link to that website will be in the description of this episode. Just go check it out on EngageMagazine.net. And until next week, guys, continue to share truth and apply Scripture.